yeah, what's up, what's going on? You already know, it's the Ruger Spray here. Another edition of Remo Cuts. As y'all know, the Cuts stand for Culture, Urban Technology, and Sports. Man, uh, I got a dope, dope figure in the hip-hop community, dope figure in the sneaker game. Definitely going to get into that. Uh, also found out he has a big passion with cars. Nonetheless, man, we got DJ Killer Touch in the building. Killer Touch, what's good, man? What's good? What up? What up? What up? What's nah, good? nothing, man. Yo, first and foremost, man, um, definitely want to thank you for coming on to the show. You know what I'm saying? To the to the to my vlog column, which is within Floss Magazine, and your contributions have been amazing within hip hop. So we're gonna get right off to the whip with this. Take my creatives into the origin of your name, Killer Touch. Like, take us into the process of that. Like, like. Where did that start? Like, what what made you just put, you know what, and put the stamp of the brand, kill a touch? Man, growing up, growing up, you know, in, in the 90s and hip-hop, uh, uh, well, Wu-Tang and, and, and the karate the karate flicks and, and things like that. Right. It was just, um, they, the, they kids in the neighborhood just gave me that name. You know what I'm saying? They came up with that from that from that influence of, of the karate flicks and things like that. Okay. And just me being a DJ, we just all came up with that name. Oh, all right, cool. But it's it's really from the from the kung fu flicks, you know, influence. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, that's what's up. What's up? All right, man. We're gonna get right into it too. Yo, for many years you would have you would have main DJ with the locks and stuff like that. Like, yes, the only take, DJ. yeah, like take us into like what you witnessed with their skill set as well as um, what, what did you take, what, what inspired you to work with them? And as well as how were you able to maintain your passion and, and determination working with them? Like take us into that, man. Well, well, the first thing that separates the locks from any, any, any other group or any other, you know, crew in the hip hop or in anything is that they never broke up. Right. They, they never, they never fought publicly. They never argued with each other publicly. If they had anything to say, they kept it, you know, in, you know, in between themselves. And, and they never, you, you never heard of a locks beefing. With, you never heard Jada Kiss and Styles beefing, Jada Kiss and Sheik beefing, because because they, they was never about that. So that that's that's the one thing that separates them from any other crew because G Unit broke up, Dipset broke up. You know everybody else. You know, they, you know, you know, Dipset's back together now, but you know they they, they all broke up. Locks never. So, right. Uh, how I met the Locks is in 1999, I think it was. I okay. Down, I was living, in, you know, I'm from New York, so I drove down to Miami. At, at the time, they had a convention called the How Can I Be Down Convention. So it was it was a convention for all the DJs and, and right. the rappers to get together. So I drove down there. One of my one of my boys at the time that I used to get records from at Rough Riders was like, "Yo, do me a favor. I know you got a car. The locks, they uh, something happened with the label. They they don't have no transportation. Can you drive them around? Can you take them around?" I'm like, "I had a, I had rented a minivan. I drove down there. So I was like, hell yeah. This is right when um they were coming off a of bad boy. They were going to they were going to um, Rough Riders. This was okay. The Lasco campaign. So I, I I drove them around. I, I did whatever they needed me to do." Um, I drove the locks around, DMX, Eve, all them around for the, for a couple of days. Oh wow! And then they, they they never forgot that. Two years later, two I think it was two years later when Styles P dropped, I get high. Mm-hmm. 
Super Mario called me one day and said, yo, man, uh, Styles got a show tonight. He needs a DJ. Can you do it? I was three hours away. I was three hours away. I was upstate New York. I was upstate New York DJing a party with, with uh, me and Mr. C were DJing a party. Okay. I left. I left the party. I said, yo, see, I'm out. Wow. So I, go, I go back to the city, the party. The show was in Queens at Club Amazura. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's right in my, my neck of the woods. So I drove all the way to Amazura. Show got canceled. Something happened and shit got canceled. So I, I had to drive right back upstate because I had I had a whole weekend upstate. Right. But they never forgot. And then the, ne- the next show, they called me. And it was ever since then, that was it. Oh, wow. That's deep. That's what's up, man. It definitely shows, you know, what you were, your determination and also, too, what you persevered, yeah, you man. know, I, I, I with leaving. Stopped the party, man. I stopped the party and I, I bounced. I see. I'm not, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. Nah, facts. Yeah. Facts. Hey, listen, man, that's the, that's life. They could have called anybody in the world. And they call, and, and, you know, start, at that time, like, how was the big, you know, that was one of the biggest records, you know, out at the time. Right. Yeah. Definitely, man. That's what's up, man. Yo, what do you, what do you feel with the latest status of the DJ culture itself? And what do you feel um, has transpired within the last decade for the DJs? Do you feel the influence has increased or do you feel it decreased? What's your take on it? Take us into that. I think I think nowadays it's very it's, it's way too easy to be a DJ and, and it doesn't take much. It's it's not really about the DJ no more. It's really more about you know your popularity. Mm. It's not about skills. It's about who's more popular and you know because uh, there's a lot of, a lot of DJs. I'm not gonna say no names that are popular, but they're they're not you know they're not very good DJs. Right. They get, they get all the bookings because they have a lot of Instagram followers or or, or whatever it may be, or they're, or they're a pretty female. You know now nowadays it's there's so many female DJs and you know they, they most of them are terrible but they just have a fat ass and have a lot of followers so they get booked hey speaking speaking truth here man you know speaking answer and um let's piggyback onto that like for my creators that want to be like let's say they want to aspire to be DJs what do you feel would be the best start for them to do as far as equipment wise as far as um, how to work on their techniques and skill sets from that matter. Like, take us into that. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm old school, so I'm all about the turntables. You know, what I'm saying like uh, the DJs nowadays, they use controllers and they're pressing buttons, and, and and you know, that's to me, that's not a DJ. You know, like if you can't, if you can't, you know, get in front of a, you know the turntables. There we go. If you can't get in front of that and know what to do, then you know, I don't consider yourself. A, you know, you're a push button. I don't even know what to call it, but see, back in the days, I, I never forget this DJ Who kid at the time, back back maybe like I don't even what year this was. He he, he was known for the mixtapes and and he started to DJ the parties. But he, he always admitted he always told the people, "I'm not a DJ. I don't really know how to DJ. I know how to put songs on a tape, and I know." How, so I, I respected. I always respected Who kid for that. These right. these, kids, these kids nowadays, you know, they say they're a DJ, but you put them in front of turntables and they look at you like you crazy. So, mm-hmm. so my advice is, man, if you if you really want to be a DJ, man, learn how to work some turntables. You know, do your history on music because it's not all about the the, the 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 music that's out now. You have to know about. You have to be able to go back to the you know seventies, eighties, you know, right. and, and know your music. And uh, a lot a lot of DJs now they only know how to play the music now, and that's that's not what it's about. Yeah, now nah, I feel you. Now I definitely appreciate you expressing that. Um, let's take it to a, a another um, deeper level here. 
with this one. Um, you know, during the, the, the crisis we're in right now, you know, we've lost a lot of people, you know, especially within the hip hop community, we've lost some tremendous figures and one in particular, um, for the independent culture as well with Fred, the Godson. Now, to my understanding, you definitely worked with him wow. in that magnitude. Like take us into saying, you know, with the, as far as what you embraced with his skill set, and as well as to him as the, as an individual, when you was working with him, like, just take us into that, man. Let me say this. The first, my first time ever doing a TV appearance was on 106 in Park. I was there with, I was there just to, you know, to DJ for Styles P, the, uh, before I get high, but whoever was supposed to be the DJ, the, 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 the DJ for Freestyle Friday didn't show up. So they had me DJ in the Freestyle Friday battle and the, and the, and the wow. Fred the Godson was the, the contestant. So that was the first time I ever met him. He, he actually lost that day, but he got a little nervous. But, you know, that, that's the first, first time we ever met. And ever since then, we became really tight. You know, and they, you know, every time I saw him, he always showed love no matter where it was at. He, he, was, a, he was a real good dude. He was one of the illest, you know, underground MCs there was. Yo, <laughs> you know, preach, speak it. You know, Kiss, you know, he, he was on the song, Toasted Out with Jada Kiss. You know, Kiss always showed him love. And, you know, it's, it's, a sad, it's sad that, you know, COVID took him out, man. It's just, it's, it's sad, man. But yeah. I'll be afraid, man. Nah, real talk. Nah, you speaking truth on that, man. All right, we, we're going to get to the final question, man. We're going to get definitely get to it. It's, it's definitely sticking to your passion, you know, with um, cars and, and sneakers. You know, you being a big figure, to my understanding, of the sneaker culture, I definitely I love the sneak. I love sneakers as well. I got to get it. I got to get to you with it, man. Yo, top five sneakers of all time, man. I mean, I, I, I'm a I'm a Jordan head. I don't wear nothing but Jordan. So my favorite Jordan, my favorite Jordan is probably the um, probably the fives. I got mm. I, I got the most pair of fives. Okay. Um, I, I really only wear one through twelve. I don't go past twelve. Okay. But, uh, I think I think uh, I don't wear ones. I don't wear ones. Okay. So I would say probably uh, three, four, five, and seven. Oh. Which which colorway though? I mean, it's all colorways. I love the color. Like, you know, I got so many different colorways. See, the thing, the thing with me is, um, you know, Jadakiss, he had a he had a deal back in the day. I don't know if he still does, but he had a, a deal with Jordan. So, whenever we did a lot of shows for Jordan, we had to wear only Jordan, and Jordan would give us all oh, types wow. of free shit all the time. Was that during the um, if I'm not mistaken, was that during when he did Why? Because that's yeah. I remember he had the um Taxi Twelves during yeah. Why. Yeah, we used to always like we, we would have to wear. We did a lot of private events with Jordan, and we would always have have to wear all Jordans. So he would give us a lot of free shit. Oh wow! Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, like I, I'm not really too much into the to the new sneakers. I'm not into this, you know, all these Balenciagas and all that. Like I don't. Well, yeah, I'm not into all that. I'm I'm a, I'm a Jordan, really two through two through 12s, excluding. I don't really wear the ones, and I don't really wear the elevens. Okay. But everything else, yeah, my, you know, my collection is pretty, pretty extensive. All right, that's what's up. Yo, also, too, man, let's add on to that top five sneaker places. Sneaker, sneaker stores? Yeah, sneaker stores and sneaker places, either one. I mean, you know, Flight Club, Flight Club is the, you know, that's the, that's the number one sneaker spot, you know. Uh, I actually got the... I, the places I like buying the sneakers from is when I'm overseas, because you, you you get you get different you get different um you know releases like when you're oh, in really? Europe, 
yeah, when you're in Europe, they have different, you know, different colors that you don't get here. So I, so I, I have a lot of sneakers that I bought overseas, like when I was in China and places like that. But as far as buying sneakers, like, you know, StockX and Flight, and Flight Club are, are pretty, and, and, and uh, McLaren Kick Shop is my boy. You know, okay. That's, that's uh, you know, Jay, Jay the sneaker guy. That's my sneaker guy. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much it, really. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, also, too, let's get to your to the cars, man. I know you got the love for the cars and all that. Yo, uh, real talk, uh, top five cars you've driven. Top five cars. I mean, I mean, you know, since I moved to Miami, we got into the car rental scene because out here, that, that, that's where all the money is at. People rent cars. So the top, the number one car to me is the Rolls Royce Wraith. You know, okay. With the, with the stars, that's number one. Number number top five. Let's see, the Wraith, um, the 488 Ferrari. Ooh. The, the 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 Lamborghini Urus. Okay. Hmm. I mean, my my what I'm known for. I was one of the first people to ever have a Tesla. So Tesla is definitely okay. Tesla is definitely probably number one for me. Okay. So four and then number five. Hmm, I don't know. Uh. I don't know. That's a tough one. The five. Might be the might be the GTR, the Nissan GTR, man, for some speed. And, and, and uh, number six is not a car, but it's my 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 Can-Am, my Can-Am Riker, my my three wheel motorcycle. That's that's my daily, every day get around in Miami. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 you know, cars cars is is, is like the, the the Miami. You gotta have the cars. Facts. Got to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's piggyback off the with the Miami thing. Like, take us into transition, man. Like between Miami and New York. I mean, I know we all majority of us been to Miami. I've been to Miami myself as well as a New Yorker, so that's like a second home to us. But in your eyes, like, take us into your transition, like with the lifestyle and you know the lifestyle differences of that magnitude and everything. I mean, it's. I love New York. I lived in New York my whole life. I've only been in Miami a year and some change now, but it's 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 different, man. Like the weather's always beautiful. You know, people the the, the people are different. They, they want to see win out here. They help you. Like New Yorkers are full of people that you know they don't want to see you on top. You know, you gotta you gotta really work hard to get on top of New York because people don't want to help you. Miami, right. everybody, everybody, you know, there's a different type of money out here, so people don't mind helping. And um, I always had a good relationship with Cash Money Records with Slim. So I had a little situation with them. So so I'm out here where I, I do a lot of work with them. Okay. It's just, I love Miami, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. 305, man. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Ocean, Washington, you know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong over there, man. Biscayne. And, and, and you just get a lot more for your money living out here, man. You get a lot more for it, you know? Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Yo, um, what about the DJing on live? Have you been doing that as of late, or what do you what do you feel about it? Is it? Eh? I think it's just too oversaturated now, man. Like I, I did it, I did it a few times, and it's cool. But it's like, you know, you go on live right now. There's probably thirty DJs doing it, forty DJs. So it's like this. You know, I let, I let, I let. Uh, to me, the, the two best ones that I that I watch all the time, mm-hmm. uh, of course, D Nice. D Nice is the one who. Oh, D Nice saved. D Nice saved yeah. us. Right, and then DJ Sus One. Those are the two. Sus One does it every night. He does all types of music, you know, and, you know, he's he's one of the best. Because, you know, 
what I'm what, what I do like about the about the live DJ sets is most of the DJs that are playing are not playing new music. They're playing classic music and, and they're showing the people a different, you know, different type of thing. And that that I like. Okay. Yeah, that's that that's really dope. And I'm hoping that when, when the clubs open back up, the DJs are still doing that and playing more classic music and less of less of the you know the bullshit trap music that's uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. Nah, real talk, man. Yo, um, do you want to leave any final words for my creatives? Like, for any inspiration, anything to, like, let them know about when it comes to creating? Because, you know, with Remo Cuts, you know, it's aimed to really show the creatives, you know, the narratives of the power players and the figures under the acronyms Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. So, you know, definitely, you know, you know express that through, man. I mean, I mean, my, my thing is, man, whatever you want to do, you can do. You just got to put your mind to it, man. Like, wh- whenever I say I'm going to get something, you know, it might, it, might take, it might take some months, it might take some weeks, it might take some years, but if you put your mind to it, you can get whatever you want, man. And, and you know, just, just stick to it and, and, you know, just just work at it. And whatever you want to do, you can do, man. And that's a fact. All right, man. That's what's up, man. Yo, definitely, you got to let everybody know where to follow you at, man. Killer Touch, real rap, man. Follow me on everything at DJ Killer Touch, man. All right, man, you already know, God, appreciate you. Thank you, man. We really appreciate you here at Remo Cuts. You know what I'm saying? Definitely enjoy the rest of your day, rest of your week and everything. And and to your future endeavors of your projects, you heard? Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, you already know, man. Peace.